time and space is an angle for the smart and me. But my universe keeps on pulling me back into our self-imposed species size. Bring the tyranny. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Ring of Tyranny. Uh, I am your host, Alan Johns, and you are listening to the only hashtag WrestleCast in the hashtag WrestleCast Nation, hosted by an ex-truth teller such as myself. We welcome you to the show. If you're uh, new to the show, well, welcome, welcome. Uh, We're sorry. If you're not new, if you've been following the show, we apologize for the late notice on the vacation last week. I needed a vacation. I wanted to celebrate this great country's birthday, so I took the week off. Hopefully you found something better to do, uh, you know, something, uh, well, I shouldn't say better. Uh, uh, what's better than listening to the very best in professional wrestling news and opinion? But hopefully you didn't miss us too much, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And uh, we are back. I'm sorry we didn't get to cover Fighter Fest. We didn't get to cover MLW Fusion. We didn't get to cover um, Braun Strowman tackling Bobby Lashley through a wall of fire and brimstone uh, on, on WWE Raw. But uh, we're back. Uh, you know, I had a nice little break. It, it was nice to take a little time off, uh, you know, and distance makes the heart grow fonder, as they say. So, so I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to be back bringing you the very best in professional wrestling news and opinion. Uh, you know, if you're not familiar with the show, Ring of Tyranny is a, is a hashtag WrestleCast. Uh, um, I'm... You know, I don't want to get into it again. I'm the, I'm the ex-CEO slash emperor of the Datafied Media Empire slash network. Um, I've uh, been harassed for years now by a space alien who goes by a bunch of names of uh, Impact Wrestling wrestlers because he doesn't have Google on his home planet, so um, he can't look up the names that he's choosing and doesn't know that he's he's choosing the names of Wrestlers that are already taken, semi-famous wrestlers, some of them. I mean, Christian Cage was in WWE, but this this guy, well, he's not really a guy. He's a space alien. He he likes WWE now. He's a big WWE fan now, apparently, but uh, he's been kind of ducking out. And anyway, he's a space alien. He's a jerk. Uh, he's a weirdo and a wackadoo, but uh, he hasn't been bothering us lately, which is, which is kind of nice. And, uh, yeah, if you want to know about all that, though, we're not covering that anymore. We're not covering the sordid history of the show, how the space alien stole my voice, how the space alien ruined my truth-telling operation sometimes compared to InfoWars and Alex Jones. Uh, we are, if you want to hear all that, it's very well documented in the 40 or so episodes that constitute season one of this show. So go back and listen to those. They're available on iTunes. They're available on uh, Podbean, our, our host, our podcast hosting site. Um... They're available any, anywhere you get your podcast ready. I think they're on Spotify. Some of these episodes are on YouTube. Anyway, we're going to be talking. This This is season two now. We're moving on from, from recapping that. We recapped it a lot in season one. We recapped all the, all the stuff. And, you know, it's, it's kind of like the truth-telling. We left the truth-telling behind. So now we're going to leave the recapping of uh, my, 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 my previous life behind. Uh, what matters now is that I'm here. And, and I'm bringing you the very best in professional wrestling news and opinion. I got my voice back from the space alien that stole it from me and tried to ruin my life. And this show is doing, a, uh, it must be a little bit better than that one because he hasn't tried to destroy it completely yet. So, so um, 
anyway, uh, you know, this is a new, this is a new season. This is season two. It's a new day. We're moving forward. We here at Ring of Tyranny are all about looking through the, the, the junk to find the treasure. And, uh, you know, we've got some new segments coming for you. This is going to be a big, a big season, a big year. We've got some new segments coming for you. We've got, um, uh, Donnie, uh, Bernie's, Bernie's brother, Donnie Prezito. Bernie Prezito, our executive producer who works tirelessly to bring you this show. His, his brother, Donnie Prezito, is going to have a, a segment coming up soon. If you followed us through season one, you know he had a pretty unsuccessful music review segment. Uh, this is going to be kind of a, a fitness talk segment. He's been getting into shape, um... Apparently, uh, the mean things that I said to him about his, about his previous efforts uh, have kind of driven him to uh, build up some big muscles. And I think he's going to, what is he going to call that? He's going to call that, uh, he's calling it uh, John, uh, 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 Donnie's Fitness Farm. Bernie, his fitness farm. Something like that. Uh, um, the Lift Lounge. What is he, he's going to call it uh, the, the Body Bodega? I, we'll find out. We'll find out soon enough. He's going to have that segment for you soon enough, and we'll have it on the show. Um, we've got other things going on here. Uh, you know, we get your emails. We've got, we've got some, some people emailing us now. Uh, the Dweebus imitations have dwindled. The space alien Dweebus that harasses the show, the imitations have dwindled. Um, th- you know, thank heavens, uh, it, was, it was a trial. It's a trial. To have uh, people imitate a space alien that uh, came to Earth, destroyed your life, stole your voice, you know, tried to steal your life, uh, a life that, that... is yours as a, as a born broadcaster. You got it in your blood. You got it in your bones. You're a, a third generation broadcaster, a, f- a first generation podcaster, and an alien tries to steal that from you. A space alien tries to steal that from you. I mean... But he's been laying off, so maybe I shouldn't be so hard on the guy. Well, he's not really a guy. He's a space alien. Anyway, we we had a little break. It was nice It was nice to kind of just take a break. It, you know, we didn't really take a break for season two, so we took a break. Um, I didn't go anywhere. I stayed on uh, my daughter's organic, uh, well, the farm, the land that we stay on somewhere in Texas. I'd rather not be specific. Uh, we got our farming operation there, our organic farming operation and I got it to hear the news. I like June, 2019. June was the hottest uh, year on record overall for worldwide average temperatures. Now, now I got to tell you guys, this is no longer a truth-telling show. But sometimes it, it worries me a little bit that these temperatures are getting so hot, that these climate patterns are getting uh, so uh, unpredictable where they were predictable before. I mean. In my opinion, it really isn't that hard. It's pretty obvious to me what the problem is. And uh, if you want, you can go buy the most bought, the most sold, and the most stolen book in the history of the world that still is uh, the holder of all three of those titles, the Holy Bible. And you can uh, find out in there how we need to treat each other and how we need to think of this planet in order to uh, stave off this apocalyptic weather. But I'll tell you what, uh, for the time being, it's really running havoc on our organic farming operation here somewhere in Texas. I'd rather not be specific. I'm not going to get too much into it. Uh, We're not going to, you know, as I said, we're not a truth-telling operation anymore. So we're not going to get into uh, corrupt politicians. We're not going to get into uh, politician upon politician kind of clamoring and jumping over each other and throwing each other under the bus as fast as they can on the Democratic primaries there. No, we're not going to talk about any of that. We're going to move on. Uh, You know, send us, if you want to... 
Maybe I'll give you an opinion on that off air if you want to send me an email, ringoftyranny at gmail.com. That's R-I-N-G-O-F-T-Y-R-A-N-N-Y at gmail.com. And uh, maybe I'll give you an opinion off air. But we're not going to do that on air because we're not going to risk... We're not going to risk Dweebus interfering with the show again. We're not going to risk Dweebus taking my voice away again. It's not worth it. I don't want to lose the audience that we've that we've put together here. Uh, we've got a good thing going here. If, if you've been following the show, you know we have our Patreon as well. Patreon.com slash Ring of Tyranny. That's R-I-N-G-O-F-T-Y-R-A-N-N-Y. Uh, recently, we, we acquired our first patron, our beloved patron, T-E-C-B-E-D, um, who confusingly uh, has called himself a Dweebus fan and uh, has also... Um, sent us a voicemail from from the hospital he said he was attacked by the pentagon earth experience uh p p e e the pentagon earth experience the p people um if you've been listening you're familiar with them uh they're one of many earth-shaped organizations that want to come on this show and profess their beliefs that the earth is flat the earth is square the earth is triangle the earth is shaped like a pentagon a hexagon an octagon who the heck knows anymore what these wackadoos think uh but anyway, uh, Bid, our beloved patron, T.E.C. Bid, with the X-Men uh, picture as his avatar, uh, sent us a voicemail from the hospital. He said the P-People attacked him. He said it was my fault because I called him a wackadoo, and he thinks the P-People thought I said wackadoo, so they whacked that dude, uh, Bid. It's all a little bit wacky and weird, in my opinion, but... Anyway, uh, we, he is our beloved and only patron, uh, and we did write a song for him. If you're going to play that, can you play the song, please, Bernie? T-E-C bed, thank you for your bed. T-E-C bed, thank you for your bed. You commented, but you made history with um, Alan and Bertie. So thank you, patron, our first patron. <laughs> so that, of course, was the theme uh, that we wrote for our beloved patron, T-E-C bed. And if you'd like to join him, if you'd like to uh, help this show, support this show, show your support for this show, you can go to patreon.com slash ringoftyranny. That's R-I-N-G-O-F-T-Y-R-A-N-N-Y and become our second, our third patron, uh, our fourth, our fifth, our sixth, our seventh. Uh, Just jump on the train, guys, because the train's leaving the station. Uh, T-E-C-B-N loves the show so much that he doubled uh, his patronage. And, uh, you know, you can get on there, too. And if you like the show, you can consider doubling your patronage. I mean, listen, uh, and, you know, I I apologize. We're going to start something. Got to start up the car here. I'm sorry about that. Oh, hold on. Okay, so I'm starting up the car here. Uh, You know, you're going to hear a little beep. And that's my, uh, that's my snapshot, my progressive snapshot. If you're wondering why I'm starting up the car, well, I'm going to be driving and podcasting. That's insane. I'm not a wackadoo. I don't like breaking the law. I like to respect the law. But I'm sitting in the car out here, so I don't bother anyone in the house. In the farmhouse on my organic far- daughter's organic farming operation, excuse me, somewhere in Texas, I'd rather not be specific. The house uh, is uh, a little quiet tonight. Um, the ladies have their headaches. I am, of course, referring to my wife and my daughter who live in the house with me on the organic farming operation somewhere in Texas. I'd rather not be specific. So I am out in the car recording this. I didn't want to go another week without bringing the hashtag WrestleCastNation the very best in professional wrestling news and opinion. We've got some very big news 
considering uh, we cover MLW Fusion exclusively on this podcast. Uh, If you follow MLW Fusion, you know what I'm talking about, what happened on the rebroadcast Monday night uh, with Jacob Fatu, the Samoan werewolf. But we are out here in the car recording the podcast so we don't disturb the ladies while they're trying to sleep off their headaches. And, uh, you know, I've been getting a little busier at the farm. I've had to be, I've had to pitch in a little bit at the farm, I've been having to help out around uh, the farming operation where I can, where where I can. My daughter's uh, slipping me a few bucks here and there. She basically uh, gave me an ultimatum. We've been living there, you know, for the first two years. I didn't do anything much. I just kind of watched WWE Network. I mean, I didn't have my voice. My voice was stolen by a space alien. So I kind of sat around and watched WWE Network. I watched every Breath the Hitman Heart match. Uh, re-familiarized myself, rekindled an old flame of, of, of fiery love that I had for professional wrestling, and, and my wife and I decided it would be okay for me to return to broadcasting, bring you this hashtag WrestleCast. I'm a born broadcaster, got it in my blood, got it in my bones. Third generation broadcaster, first generation podcaster, you know all this. Um, but I'm in my car. I'm recording the podcast in my car, uh, trying not to disturb uh, the organic farming operation that pays the bills. Now that, uh, you know, we basically got kicked out in, into the night. And uh, trying to, I'm hoping this podcast, uh, this WrestleCast, might take off a little bit. Um, it's going kind of slow. Like I said, we have one patron. We have one beloved patron, TECBN. But uh, it really would be nice if um, maybe a, a couple more could jump aboard the, jump aboard the tyranny train, the ring of tyranny train. Um, show your support. If you're listening to the show, just consider it. Um, you know, we really appreciate your emails. Uh, send us an email at least. Uh, make me feel a little. Send me a picture of a dollar. I don't know. Um, anyway, speaking of emails, we've got a, we've got something in the mail bucket, I believe. Uh, Bernie, well, we have a message from from the RSS feed owner, Kevin Hurth. I haven't listened to this yet. I don't think Bernie's listened to this yet. As I said, I'm, I'm a little busy. Uh, my daughter was getting a little fed up with me not doing anything, recording a podcast once a week. So I've been hoeing. And uh, I've been hoeing around the farm, and I've been uh, uh, digging little ir- irrigation ditches and whatnot, taking out the trash. I've been, I've been taking out the trash to the barrel where we burn the trash. And uh, really, I'm only in, in the car with the AC. I need, I need the AC. It's, it's hot out here somewhere in Texas. I'd rather not be specific. Um, and we need money. We need money. Uh, the wheels are falling off the bus. So we need money. Uh, please... Please consider becoming a patron. Please, for the love of God, consider becoming a patron. And, um, all right, Bernie, why don't you just roll this message from, from Kevin Hurth. Let's see what he has to say. Maybe it's about about the, the Chili's, uh, the dinner at Chili's the other week. Hey, Alan, Kevin Hurth here. Uh, it was good to finally meet you at Chili's a couple weeks ago. Just wanted to give you a quick update on the book here. So Bernie's, Bernie's been filling me in on the stories you told him and, uh, well, just to cut cut to cut to the chase here, I, you know, I needed a little help filling in the gaps, so um, I'm just gonna lay it out there. He's, he's put me uh, in touch with uh, this guy. It goes by a lot of names. Uh, he's he's current. He called himself. He said he's been known as Curry Man, Sammy Callahan, uh, the Cat, Ernest the Cat Miller. Uh, just a bunch of weird names. This guy and. You know, I haven't. I didn't meet him in person. I just kind of talked to him on the phone. Um, he says he knows you very well, and uh, he said he could help me out with with the story that we're trying to put together here. You're kind of 
historical biography. Now, he, he's warning me we might need to label it historical fiction, but just wanted you to know the book's, book's starting to come along now, and uh, we'll just keep you posted as it goes. So, uh, been, been uh, keeping in touch with Bernie, and uh, thank you for playing uh, my songs, and I hope, uh, you know, you'll continue to play those, because like I said, I'd hate to kick you and yours off the, uh, off of my RSS feed there, so, uh, anyway, talk to you soon, and like I said, it was, it was a pleasure meeting you, and, and, uh, let's, let's do it again before not too long, all right? Thanks, babe. Ciao. Well, you know, that's, that's really something. <laughs> that's really something, so, so I guess we're, we're beholden to, uh, to an RSS feed tyrant, uh, who makes us play his music every episode. Uh, we did that out of the kindness of our hearts. Now we're playing it every episode. Okay, so I guess the meeting at Chili's went so well. Uh, Kevin Hearth, you think it's you think it's uh, okay to go go uh, soliciting gossip and stories uh, as if they're fact from uh, from my arch nemesis. I mean, he's basically my arch nemesis, the guy. I mean, he's not really a guy. He's a space alien, but whatever the heck he is, the intergalactic entity known as Weavis Skinner, Ernest the Cat Miller, Christian Cage, Sammy Callahan, Curry Man, all those things. So you're gonna go get your stories from him. All right, uh, Bernie, why don't you, why don't you, uh, why don't you run the music there? I'm gonna cut a promo on this guy. Who is a guy? Who, as a guy, a human guy, doesn't necessarily, in my opinion, need to be palling around with intergalactic trash, intergalactic trash blowing on the wind, uh, the whimsy of a. Uh, his, 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 his carnivorous instincts to destroy uh, from the sky. He has no, he has, well, it, it has no uh, respect for a man's work on earth. Respect for the hard sweat, blood, and tears someone pours into their work. Dweebus, now Kevin Earth, you may not know, Dweebus uh, is a shape-shifting space alien from, a, from out there in the void. But let me tell you something. When we met at Chili's, we decided it would be okay for me, for you, as an author, to take on my story, to tell my story to the world, to hopefully to hopefully garner a little more interest in this podcast, some more patrons, so I'm not after so I'm not having to record my podcast in the car. Sounds like sounds like you're in the same boat, by the way, recording in your car. But nevertheless, what's what's required? And it's, it's not so much historical fiction. You know, on my break, I watched a little show called The Terror. It was advertised on Hulu, so the wife and I and my daughter, we watched The Terror. And it was ten episodes of historical fiction mixed with monsters. And, and, uh, and blood and guts and, and Looney Tunes lunatics with lead in their food going crazy and trying to eat each other. Well, that's a legend. That's a legend, uh, a story told about a legend. That was historical fiction, my friend. If you want the real story, you don't need to be going palling around with imaginative, uh, imaginative beings with, uh, with imaginative uh, chips on their shoulders. You don't need to be palling around with people that want to change the story because the story's hard enough to get right when you're trying to be accurate. The story's hard enough to get, to get right when it is actual history, as my story was. So if you want to go around talking to intergalactic entities, which I don't even think is, is remotely legal or a good idea, you want to be a traitor to this country, to this planet, 
to your friend that you met at Chili's like a couple weeks ago, well, that's fine. You go ahead and be a traitor. You go ahead and make up all the stories you want. But my legend, my story, my truth, I know will shine through because I know I'm in the right. Even if a space alien disliked my truth-telling show so much that he came down from wherever the heck it is, he hangs around in outer space on his folks dime or whatever, whatever, uh, you know, entities paying for him to just laze around and listen to podcasts he doesn't like on other planets so he can invade them. Well, go ahead. You, you, uh, work for him. I'm just going to be doing the yeoman's work out here somewhere in Texas, recording my podcast promoting my show, and bringing my fans the very best in professional wrestling news and opinion. If you want to waste my time, if you want to waste their time, and if you want to waste the people who don't know about it anyways time, you go right ahead. But I'm not going to cater to threats. Yeah, I'll keep playing the music like I have been, because I'll be honest, I kind of like some of it. It's not bad. But I don't want any more threats. You want to talk? to creepy space aliens that have nothing better to do than create fake Pentagon Earth experience organizations and beat up my patrons, well, you go right ahead. But I'm not going to listen to any more threats about getting kicked off that RSS feed of yours. Because, like it or not, this game's the only one in town. town. On that feed. I don't know. Was that a good promo, Bernie? I don't know. Let's get to your segment. All right. Okay. So we got this other segment, the movie review segment. Take it away, Bernie. Uh, he's got a, his Mark Wahlberg filmography review series. Let's let's ratchet it up. We got we got big shit, big stuff to talk about in Westlake. So let's go. Bernie's pick flicks. Thanks, Alan, and welcome everyone to Bernie's Flat Packs. This week on the show. Uh, we're still taking a little break from uh, the Mark Wahlberg filmography review series, to be honest. Uh, you know, uh, we had a few rotten eggs. Uh, and then we got to Transformers uh, Age of Extinction, which was a masterpiece. But um, I'm a little, a little scared of, of suffering more rotten eggs. I hate the smell of sulfur, so... We'll see. Maybe we'll pick it up next week. Maybe we'll go back to, like, fear or something. Uh, the movie we're going to be reviewing this week was... I took a little break myself, Alan, and revisited one of my one of my class... A uh, favorite of mine, uh, the 2006, I believe, film, um, starring Nick Swartzen and some uh, Jonah Hill's in it. I can't remember the main guy's name, but it's, like, the two guys in all the Adam Sandler's movies. The classic... Grandma's boy. Now, fortunately, on Fourth of July break week, I did have a good amount of CBD oil to accompany my trip into memory lane with Grandma's boy, which I believe was written by an intern at Happy Madison. And Adam Sandler and company gave him the green light to go ahead and like make this movie. And it's a crazy movie where like this old guy is working at a video game uh, company. And there's lots of great characters, you know, everyone's funny. Um, they're smoking a lot of CBD. And if you want to have a good time and you haven't seen Grandma's Boy, well, then that's a good time that you're missing out on. And it's definitely a good time, an even better time, with the assistance of some CBD oil. So I recommend Grandma's Boy. I give it four CBD pens 
and uh, out of four, it's a masterpiece of cult, comedy, classic humor. There's some Matrix jokes. There's a Matrix guy who thinks he's a robot that can't be seen. It's hilarious. Uh, the Grandma is from Everybody Loves Raymond, which is obviously my favorite sitcom ever. So check it out if you haven't seen Grandma's Boy. What's wrong with you? Back to you, Alan. Well, thank you, Bernie, for that review of, uh, of Grandma's Boy. I saw the movie when it came out in the theater. And I'll tell you an interesting story about it. Now, I don't know what CBD is. They were smoking pot. Is that what you're talking? You, you know, you and you and John John. I, I mean, you're two, you're, two pe you're two pots in a pipe. Two peas in a pod with that stuff. It's right in your brain, Bernie. So yeah, I, I say throw it out the window. Maybe CBD is something different. But uh, I saw the movie. Uh, it was funny. Kind of reminded me of an old Cheech and Chong flick that we used to we used to like back in the day. But I'll tell you what. The only other people in the theater, me and my buddy went and saw that one. Uh, the only other people in the theater was was this guy and his little daughter. And my daughter was probably around the same age at the time. But I didn't bring her to the to this movie. I knew it was rated R. I knew it was a uh, adult themed drug use party movie. But you know. Lots of terrible things happen in that movie if you've seen it. But uh, this guy didn't feel it necessary to take his uh, 10-year-old daughter out of the movie until the first pair of breasts showed up at the party. And they were fake breasts. But after all the drug use and all the crude sexual humor and all the... the God, uh, I mean, just the worst language you can imagine. This guy saw a pair of fake boobs and took his daughter out of the movie. I thought that was... Almost as funny as anything in the movie, but I agree. Maybe I'll revisit that one soon. Anyway, we got a, we got a good bit of wrestling to cover here, so let's talk about uh, the past couple weeks in wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you've been following along. Some big things happened in, uh, this past this past couple weeks. At the start of my little break there, uh, I, I did watch Fighter Fest uh, on Bleacher Report uh, live. I believe the Fight for the Fallen is happening this Saturday. Uh, it is also going to be live. It's going to be free. So I would recommend you don't miss that. There's no reason to miss a free show like that. And then, and, uh, and, uh, uh, Fighter Fest was pretty good. I, I missed some of it because I thought it was going to be on Sunday. And then I was looking at the Twitter and I saw, oh, it's happening right now. So I jumped on, saw the four-way uh, match with uh, Hangman Adam Page, MJF, uh, Jimmy... Jimmy Havoc is pretty good. Uh, Jungle Boy, pretty good match. Pretty good match. Uh, well, inconsequential, but, but pretty good overall. Adam Page won, I believe. Uh, then we had the match with Cody Rhodes and Darby Allen. making waves all over the internet, all over the goss, the wrestling goss uh, landscape. And I thought it was fantastic. Darby Allen blew me away. Hey, uh, the guy did a crazy uh, elbow drop that he missed, and he hit the he hit the ring, uh, the edge of the ring, the ring mat, and it looked painful as heck. But that's, I mean, I I actually yelled. I jumped out of my seat. It looked so it looked so uh, convincing, and and uh, there were some missed things in the match. Then Ty Dillinger, or Sean Spears, this is what he's going by now, comes out, whacks Cody in the head with the chair. I thought it was fake the whole time because. Cody was bleeding from the wrong side of his head, not the side of his head that he got hit. Uh, maybe he was just leaning over that way. You could explain it that way, I guess. Here, I'm going to turn the AC up in here. It's getting a little hot in the car studio that we're recording from this week. But uh, I thought this was a good match, and they were coming out. Tony Khan's coming out saying the chair was gimmicked, wasn't supposed to do that. I don't know what the heck they're talking about. Gim what does it mean the chair was gimmicked? Was it, there was a paper middle, and you added a sound effect. I don't know what that means. 
Um, I think everything went the way it was supposed to, and they're just covering their butts. And uh, the last match, holy heck, uh, John Moxley and Joey Janela put on this this insane match. Uh, there was the the hardcore. There was that match between Ove uh, Ove and uh, LAX about uh, a year and a half ago. That hardcore match that was so brutal. Uh, but they used fake barbed wire on that. They, they were going after each other with everything in this John Moxley match. This was a fantastic match. This was old school wrestling. Apparently, this is what John Moxley's all about. I don't know. I'm I'm what you call quote unquote a, a wrestling poser in some respects. But this match blew me away. John Moxley. Yeah, he took Joey J. Threw the thumbtacks all over the ring and took Joey Janela's socks off for Pete's sakes and planted the guy on the thumbtacks on his bare feet. By the end of the match, John Moxley spitting tacks out. There was an elbow drop off a ladder onto the outside, onto a table, and Joey Janela dropped an elbow from a 20-foot ladder in the ring onto the outside table, crashing through John Moxley on the table. It was incredible. So go back and watch that if you want. And uh, on to MLW. Uh, there was some great stuff uh, in the previous MLW episode. We had the Dynasty hanging out. We had Hammerstone, uh, our boy. Hammerstone! Going for a, a tan. You know, he was going for a tan while they were laying out talking. Uh, this week on MLW Fusion, the Dynasty was around. It's a fantastic episode. you got to check it out. We had a huge title change. Uh, I was not expecting, but for Pete's sake... Uh, Tom Lawler, Tom Lawler is a real champ. I gotta give it to him. Tom Lawler is a real champ. He's great. Uh, look, he he lost the belt to Fatu. Fatu is a Samoan werewolf. Fatu is a part of the Contra unit that has been wreaking havoc. Uh, last week before, uh, what, what was this, uh, it's the, uh, Kings of Coliseum was, was the new episode, basically a miniature pay-per-view, where Tom Lawler, he, he, well, I don't even want to spoil it. you got to go watch it. But Jacob Fatu is your new MLW heavyweight champion, where last week Tom Lawler was the first one with the help of the Von Erich boys, put a little dent in the Contra unit, self-described nihilistic terrorists of MLW, uh, their reign of terror. He put a little dent in that. But they were able to, uh, to come back this week. Uh, you had our boy, Hammerstone, defending valiantly his uh, national openweight championship with uh, MJF on commentary there. Uh, you know, cutting it up with Jim Cornette. You had Jim Cornette interviewing Selena De La Renta, who was watching on when Jacob Fatu took on Tom Lawler from, from the stands. She's watching on because Contra Unit has, has basically jumped ahead of Promotionist Dorado. It was amazing. Go watch the past two episodes of MLW Fusion. What the heck else are you doing with your time? Send us an email at ringoftyranny.com uh, ringoftyranny at gmail.com. Go to patreon.com slash ringoftyranny. We've got our pod champions of the week. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, our pod champion of the week. Hey, it's Jacob Fatu. I'm sorry, Tom Lawler. I love you, Tom Lawler. You were a great champion. But the Samoan werewolf is terrifying. He terrifies me. He terrifies everybody. He's, he's terrifying. And now he has the belt. How are you going to get the belt back? Uh, you're going to have to, you're going to have to, I don't know, Tom Lawler. You're going to have to do something crazy. I'll be watching every step of the way. Pod Women's Champion of the Week is Selena De La Renta. And the Pod Match of the Week, well, holy hell, if it's not the Joey Janela John Moxley match, which is already a classic match in my book, but that was during the break, it's the Jacob Fatu versus uh, versus Filthy Tom Lawler on MLW, MLW Kings of Coliseum. You need to watch it. Get off your butt. I won't get on your butt, but get get off your, your laziness and get on it. Get on MLW Fusion. Get on the title. Check it out. Check out our show next week. Good night! Thank you for listening to Ring of Tyranny. 
the only WrestleCast in the hashtag WrestleCastNation, hosted by an ex-truth teller such as Alan Johns. Uh, we thank you for listening. We apologize for the alien interference. If you want to support the show, you know, um, maybe up the production budget so we can do things like uh, edit in time or even maybe bring you more episodes uh, more uh, shows during the week in the future if possible or maybe even just kind of a little budget to help fight uh, space alien interference which as you know is a problem with this show send us an email ringofterrany at jmail.com or go to patreon.com slash ringofterrany to support and Alan wants you all to know who loves his little warrior. So thanks for listening to the show and good night. <laughs> <laughs>